Hi, welcome to our study of patterns found in the Gospel of Mark. Today we're going to look at Mark chapter 7. Key word to understanding this chapter, I believe, is comprehend. To understand fully with the mind. That's what you need to do to the Word of God. You've got to comprehend it. And what we're seeing in this chapter is the Jews didn't comprehend. They were using traditions. So Jesus addresses this, traditions versus commandments. He refuses their traditions, and he shows the results that if you stick to traditions. And then we see the correct response with the Syrophoenician woman. In the beginning, we see traditions versus commandments. And the Jews, we see here, are accusing Jesus of breaking their tradition. Their disciples didn't wash their hands according to the tradition of the elders, eating with impure hands. Well, Jesus turns around and accuses them of breaking law with their traditions. He says, you neglect the commandments of God and hold to traditions. You set aside the commandments of God to keep traditions. You invalidate the word of God by your tradition. And here's the example. It's this thing called korban. Korban is the Hebrew word. They which, which means offering. They transliterate the Hebrew word into Greek, Greek letters. But when they do so, they no longer call it the offering. They give it a new definition. Whatever I call korban is dedicated to temple, so therefore I can't use it to help my parents, thus breaking the law of God to honor your father and mother. There's a word for offering in the Greek, and that is doron, and also there's a second word, profero. So these two words should have been used instead of korban, unless, of course, they've transliterated and turned it into something, which is what their tradition was, invalidating the word of God. In this day and age, we do the very same thing with a Greek word called baptizo. It means immerse. We've transliterated the Greek word, instead of calling it what it is, immerse, and we've transliterated and we've created this word that's called baptism. And then we give it a definition, a new definition, to sprinkle, to pour, to immerse, so that we can sprinkle and pour and immerse anybody that needs to get baptized, thus breaking the commandment of God, replacing it with the tradition of men. And many go a step further, baptizing children. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 11, it says, And they shall not teach everyone uh, his fellow citizen and everyone his brother to saying, Know the Lord, for all will know me from the least to the greatest of them. So you, you, as much as the Jews did it in Jesus' time, we do it in this day and age. You see, you can't baptize, sprinkle water on little children because they don't know the Lord. You have to comprehend who Jesus is. You have to comprehend your sins and have to comprehend you're getting your sins forgiven in, in the waters of baptism when you become immersed. It's so important to comprehend because traditions break the commandments of God. And that's the thing that's going to wipe us out. Tradition refuted. Jesus goes on to teaching the apostles because they're asking Jesus to explain. What do you mean it's not what goes in a man that, that uh, defiles him? It's what comes out of a man. And, and listen to his frustration here. Are you so lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand? See, they're not comprehending. Do you not understand that whatever goes into the man from the outside cannot defile him because it does not go into his heart but into his stomach and is eliminated, thus declaring all foods clean. And he was saying that which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles the man. What you eat does not defile you, but what you say and do does. 
The source of evil resides in the heart of men. And we need to comprehend this. But we need to understand that God wants us to cleanse our heart, not our hands. In 1 Peter 3.21, speaking of baptism, he's saying corresponding to that, baptism, immersion now saves you. Not the removal of dirt from the flesh. It's not the water and the washing, but it's an appeal to God for a good conscience. Because the person going down into the waters of baptism, being immersed, is saying in Acts 2.38, God promises that if I repent and am baptized for the forgiveness of my sins, then I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it's an appeal to God for a good conscience that all my sins are forgiven in this physical act through, by, the authority of Jesus Christ. So in Mark 7, 20 to 23, he continues by saying, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, and so on. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. The heart of man is his mind. It's what he thinks. And that's the thing we need to take care of. The Jews were focused on exterior, physical things. And the question we in the church need to ask ourselves is, do we focus too much on physical things, our traditions, tradition of perfect attendance? Does the perfect attendance make you more spiritual? Looking great, dressing up in a suit, wearing, you know, dressing to the nines. But are you listening to the sermon? Are you listening to the teachings? Are you focused on the Lord's table? Or are you just focused on looking great and being present? Or how about singing perfectly? I'm in pitch. I'm, I'm, I'm in tune. I'm on beat. Our singing is so wonderful. But do we understand the meaning of the songs? You see, too often we ourselves get focused on our spiritual is the physical. And it's not what we're thinking in our heads. Because what Jesus teaches us in Philippians 2, 3, and 4, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. With humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but the interests of others. Is that your focus during the week? Because that's the heart. And that's where I need to be. Not on the physical things, but on the spiritual things. And then he goes on to talk about tradition's results. They bring to him a man, a deaf man, who spoke with difficulty. Now you need to see what, he, what, we're trying to, what, what he's showing us here with this example. You see, the deaf man can't hear. And if you don't hear, then you can't comprehend and you can't communicate. So the deaf man spoke with difficulty because he couldn't hear. You see, the Jews couldn't teach the truth. So people couldn't hear the truth. And if they can't hear the truth, they can't comprehend. And then they can't communicate. Comprehension is so important. So Jesus takes this guy by the, off to the side by themselves, and he sticks his fingers right in this guy's ears. That's got to be the worst thing to have somebody come in into your space. I don't think I've ever had anybody put their two fingers in my ears. So he's catching this guy's attention. They're eye to eye when he's putting his fingers in his ears. And then after spitting in his hand, he takes the saliva, uh, see, he says, open, uh, and he takes that saliva and he puts it on this guy's tongue. And then looking up to heaven with a deep sigh, he says, apathatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened and the speech impediment was gone and he could now hear and speak clearly. Jesus opens our ears to hear the truth.
we can now comprehend the truth and we can communicate the truth to others. If you can't hear, then you can't comprehend and your communication is wasted. Correct response, Syrophoenician woman. Interesting point here, he's, he's left the, the country, he's up in Tyre, he's looking for a break. She finds him and then she wants him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he says to her, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now this really can be looked upon as an insult, but this woman doesn't. She's comprehending. She's trying to figure out how to respond to this. And she answers, yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed on the crumbs, the children's crumbs. And he says to her, because of this answer, go, for the demon has gone out of your daughter. She knows he's the only answer for her daughter to be saved. And she's a real thinker, this woman. And she responded with the most incredible answer. Most people probably would have been offended that he probably thinking that he called them a dog. But not this woman, because she comprehended. Traditions will eliminate the commandments of God. You've got to be careful of your traditions. Jesus refused the idea of traditions. Physical things cannot make you spiritually better. Traditions results, traditions clog your ears so that you cannot comprehend because you're just following tradition and you cannot communicate the truth to anybody. We need to understand the correct response and that's the Syrophoenician woman to understand that Jesus is the answer and we need to be able to humble ourselves, comprehend what he's trying to say, and follow through with it. Comprehend. God came to cleanse our minds, not our hands. Where's your focus, physical or spiritual? That's what we leave with you today. Thank you.